Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Angels to aliens. From ghost stories to angel encounters. Bigfoot sightings. Alien abduction. Near death experiences. And more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens. Heidi Hollis. The Outlander. Outlander. Welcome, welcome everybody to Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander here on the Believe Podcast Network, which is the number one podcast network for professionals. And the question is, do you believe? Join me now where we discuss the most incredible stories on the planet. I don't care what it is, from the horror to the heavenly. I welcome you, the listener, to even send over any stories that you come across that you find interesting that you'd like to hear me discuss on this program. And remember, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And please find us at Believe.com. That is B-L-E-A-V.com or at Believe Podcast. And know that you can find me anywhere at One Heidi Hollis and Facebook, and Instagram, and all over the place. So today... I'm really enjoying doing the UFO blast reports. I hope you guys are enjoying them too, because I'm never bored looking at these. You ever just see something in the night sky and you're like, huh, what is that? But imagine that something gets even more strange that gets you off your seat to go and report it. And that's what I'm reading off here. From the UFO Stalker, I believe a lot of these are taken right off from the Mutual UFO Network website. Move on if you don't know what that is, but (laughs) it's fascinating stuff. Good reading. Very good reading. And I am totally winging it. People misspell and they do their text language on here versus actual sentences. So if I goof, if I stutter, that's their fault. (laughs) Because I'm perfect. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ah, okay. All right. So anyways, all right, here we go. Um, Randomly choosing, randomly choosing. Okay, this one says UFO sighting in Kildare, Oklahoma. This occurred November 11th, 2020. And they say, saw what looked to be a star during the day. Mm, Okay. And they continue. I saw what appeared to be a star during the day. I took a couple of pictures. I edited one to circle the object. I was stopped in my car. I decided to go forward, but then I changed my mind to look at it again and backed up and no longer saw the object. I witnessed the object for around five minutes. I took two pictures and the object is seen with a wind farm in the distance. That wind farm is Rock Falls Wind Farm near Braham, Oklahoma. I'm not sure of the elevation, but based on the coordinates uh, from which the picture was taken and estimating the height of the telephone pole in the picture, one could get a ballpark of the linear area. Eh, Okay. All right. That wasn't that interesting, was it? Mm -mm, No. Okay. So next one. (laughs) This one says UFO sighting in Providence, Rhode Island. This occurred November 15th, 2020. 
several ghost-like objects seen over the Providence River on November 15th, all within one minute of 7.26 a.m. Ooh, anybody else in the area? I don't know. All right, so this is what they say. All right, so I am a local news photographer, which means I shoot video for a local news station. On my break, what happened was it was around 7 a.m. and I went to take my usual infrared photos. I'm an infrared photographer on breaks when nothing crazy is happening in the news. I go and take infrared photos, as I said. I am an infrared artist. Okay, dude, we got that. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I have an Instagram account called, okay, Embrace it. Okay, all right, all right. And have been shooting infrared photographs for three years, almost every week. Anyways, I notice some surveillance cameras I had not seen before over the newly built Providence Pedestrian Bridge. I did my usual photograph setup. My usual setup is that I shoot handheld with my Lumix S1 digital camera. This is a very high-tech camera at this moment. I am also using a filter provided by Kalari Vision, which is an infrared filter that actually has an AR coating, which is anti-reflective glass. I believe to admit less lens flare. Anyways, my usual process is that anything I'm shooting, whether it be a landscape, a graveyard, close-up objects, just anything, I take several of the same images to get the framing correctly. Keep in mind, I have full spectrum, <laughs> also converted by Kalari Vision. So I snap the images, snap, 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 all within 590 nm wavelength spectrum, which is a combination of infrared light as well as a visible light. The result is a red sky and blue foliage. Anyways, as I'm snapping the images, I noticed a little movement around the sixth photo within my camera. I do a double take, looking at the blue sky, then looking back into the camera, and in the camera, I could see the movements. But at around the ninth photo, when I keep snapping, I get a call from a coworker who says I have to help him with something. I put the images away and the camera away and head back to the news station. Note, some images in there are crops and some images are changed colors because of a process in infrared called channel mixing. I also want to note, I've been wanting to see them all my life. This was meant to happen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I could go out almost any time of the day and take photographs of them anywhere. I have gone to Providence, Rhode Island, original spot, Black Point, one of my favorite photograph spots, and also, just today, the large wooden tower. Okay, right, he's just carrying on about his favorites. Um, <laughs> I think I may have video of stuff, too. Oh, yeah, and this other spot. This dude is just carrying on about his favorite places he likes to. He puts his phone number here. <laughs> he's saying when to call him. Okay, dude. Well, I don't see his photographs here, so... Okay. So, anyways, next one. <laughs> it says, UFO sighting in Houston, Texas. This happened on November 16th, 2020. Ball in the sky. Hmm. We were driving in Houston around 4.45 p.m. on November 16th, 2020, and we saw this ball of light in the atmosphere. We started recording it, and it was descending. Then is when... To the very east, very fast, is when it shot. It could be a scientific balloon or some sort, but 
I would really appreciate helping to identify this. I tracked it on air control and there are no balloons or objects reported, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a balloon. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Um, this next one says black triangle sighting in Rangoria, Canterbury. Hmm. This occurred November 20th, 2020. Red triangle lights object moves very fast at what seemed like high atmosphere level, very fast, changed direction, very fast, and moved away. <laughs> well, that's the title. This is the rest. I was outside 11 p.m. star watching when an object with what I thought was a shooting star began moving fast through the sky. I watched it, and it was lower than a star. It had... Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. About a 10 reddish lights had about a what is that <laughs> it's not english okay never mind uh seemed like triangle formation shot across the sky what was really strange was the fast directional changes why are the really cool reports really short that was a cool report all right okay i think okay i can do one more all right here you go okay ufo sighting in apopka florida november 19th 2020 Pulsating, hovering UFO spotted 20 miles east, 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 southeast near the visual tree line. Okay, all right. They say around 10.45 p.m. I noticed a bright object in the sky. At first glance, I assumed it was a star or a planet as it was relatively low on the horizon. After about 15 minutes, I noticed the light was still there, which was expected, but had moved. More than a star should shift in the sky in such a short period of time. I studied it and noticed four distinct colors. White, red, blue, and green. I brought the object to the attention of my mom and brother who was sitting outside with me. My brother grabbed a pair of binoculars so I could get a closer look with the binoculars. I could see five distinctive white lights that formed a ring around a larger luminescent white orb. The white orb was pulsating, similarly to the way that the aurora borealis moves in gentle waves. And the pulsations were rainbow in color. Oh, this sounds really pretty. The UFO was visible in the sky for at least an hour. I didn't see it arrive or leave. While I was watching it, it was hovering and moving around slightly. And based on my neighbor's tree, it started at the third branch from the top then moved up a little bit higher and then to the right. The longer I watched it, the farther away it appeared to move, as the binoculars could go no longer to make out the ring of distinctive lights around the orb. While I believe it was moving farther east and southeast, there was less change in terms of height in the sky from the third tree branch from the top. Okay, all right, this is interesting. During the sighting, about 30 minutes or so in an airplane, likely a commercial aircraft from Orlando Airport, okay, was visible in the sky. It was following 
a south to north path. You know, I'll tell you, so the people like to put what direction it was going and whatnot, because just in case others were in the area, reported something similar so they could like correlate and see if it lines up with what others are seeing it's kind of neat kind of neat all right so this i'll do one more because these are fun um ufo sighting in jacksonville florida this occurred november 15 2020 double rainbow objects lights in the sky hmm. And they go on to say, I'm not really sure what I have here. At approximately 4.30 p.m. on Sunday, November 15, 2020, I arrived home and my wife noticed a double rainbow. So I took out my iPhone, which is an 11 Pro Max, and took two pictures. I did not see anything while I was taking the pictures. When I looked at the pictures later, I noticed a bunch of white dots and lights and objects that could be an artifact from the camera. Later, I went out and took two more pictures in the same direction to see if I could reproduce what I had captured earlier. I could not. It was not raining at the time. I took the rainbow pics. I wanted to share this with the UFO community. Thanks for looking. Yeah, I don't see it here. I don't get those links off of there. <laughs> but it would be neat to, right? Let's see. When did that one happen? Did that happen at the same time? Okay, it didn't because these are both in Florida. Wouldn't that be wild that these two lined up? But they don't. Darn it. But really, really cool. I, I love UFO sightings and I love how people happen to stumble across it and they're just like, oh, oh, this might be something the UFO community might find interesting. And we do. <laughs> Especially if I could look at the photos, but I don't have the links. It's okay. I can look later. Next, I wanted to get over to the news corner to lay a little truth down for you guys. Because for those of us that have been involved in looking into the topic of UFOs for a long time, we see trends, we see changes, we see some revelations and little cookies and crumbs that the government releases in regards to what they have. Tick-tock. Tick-tack? Tick-tock. I don't know. Tick-tock and tick-tack. <laughs> UFOs. I'm sorry, they're calling them unidentified aerial phenomena, you know, because UFO just sounds like too weird for them. So they have to change it up, right? We got to be politically correct now with weird topics. It's not a weird topic, because our government's been taking it serious for a very long time. And allowing citizens of this country and around the world, they seem to police the world on UFO sightings as well. They hold this information and explore it to its depths like you wouldn't believe. Oh, you don't believe? Have you not been paying attention to the New York Times report? Sure, they're not giving out all the information. They give some really horrible, horrible images of fighter jets following these little black dots. <laughs> black dots that they're calling Tic Tac UFOs. Mm -hmm. Really pitiful. Um, when they've got these things like laying under a tarp in their garage or something. Like, they're so commonplace anymore. I mean, really. So, anywho, that COVID relief uh, bill that Trump put out there to the world, he had a little bitty thing in there that said, hey, government, you can release all the files that you have on UFOs. Just lay it out there to the masses. Do, do you think they would do that and, and be fully honest about it? Do you? Do you really think so? All right. So anywho, let's let's read a little further about what took place because somebody actually paid attention and 
followed through on something. All right, so this comes to us from theguardian.com. And it says the truth is out there. Perhaps CIA releases thousands of UFO files. Archive made available. Ooh, okay, okay, all right. If you didn't hear this, a lot of people really can't stand listening to the news these days, and I don't blame you. But this was worthy. This was worthy. The truth is out there. Well, maybe thousands of documents from the CIA on unidentified flying objects were released this week, and a document dump from the agency says includes all of their records on UFOs. Like, nothing's there but this. The documents are currently available on the Black Vault, which is an online archive of declassified government documents after the site's founder, John Greenwald Jr., who's a friend of mine, um, <laughs> purchased a CD-ROM uh, the CIA had made with its UFO documents. About 2,700 pages were included in the collection. What the agency says are all the files it has on UFOs. But Greenwald notes on his website that there may be no way to entirely verify that. You got it, John. Some of the reports, including one about mysterious explosions in a Russian town and another with a first-hand account of a strange sighting of a flying object near Baku, the capital of Azerbaijan. These are the sort of reads that you might find and find in science fiction or a novel rather than official government documents. But some of the documents are difficult to read. Oh, gosh, I don't know why. And what exactly they were used for is unclear, because Greenwald told Vice's motherboard that the intelligence agency put the documents together in an outdated format that makes it hard to look through the collection. Quote, the CIA has made it incredibly difficult to use their records in a reasonable manner, he wrote to motherboard. This outdated format makes it very difficult for people to see the documents and use them for any research purpose. The document dump comes just as UFOs, or as the U.S. government calls them, unidentified aerial phenomena, (laughs) UAP, seem to have caught the attention of lawmakers in Congress. The government funding bill Congress passed at the end of December, which included $900 billion for coronavirus stimulus and for the world. I don't know if you guys heard that. It put so much money out to the world versus the people suffering here. They instructed the Director of National Intelligence and Secretary of Defense to release a report on UAPs in six months' time. The Senate's Intelligence Committee, which wrote the directive, said intelligence and defense agencies should note any links to adversarial foreign governments and the threat they pose to U.S. military assets and installations in the report, suggesting that lawmakers are wondering if a U.S. adversary would be in charge of strange UFO sightings. Three videos that were leaked from the eventually released by the U.S. Defense Department in April of last year, showed unidentified objects in airspace that were captured on tape during pilot training flights. The pilots could be heard noting the speed and the shapes of the objects. The former U.S. Senator Harry Reid, who was at the helm of previous efforts to investigate UFOs, retweeted the video, writing, The U.S. needs to take a serious 
scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed. Oh, you think after decades and decades, Harry Reid? You've been sitting over there. I know you've seen these reports up close and personal, if not the UFO flying around your house. I don't know. Anywho. Okay, so in August of last year, the Defense Department created a UAP task force to detect, analyze, and catalog UAPs that could potentially pose a threat to U.S. national security. You know what poses a threat is when they allow these creatures to cause harm to people. Because they have been. As the government just made everybody feel like they were silly to report ever having something like that happen to them. These people got seriously harmed and got depressed. And I'm talking about not just alien probing and horrible experiments done on them. When these UFOs get close, they cause radiation burns. And these people get horrible cancers and die a miserable, painful death. Those are the types of things, too, that all should be taken into account, as well as other violations that have been done to people. But anyways, okay, carrying on. After lawmakers pressured the department to make more serious inquiries into UAP sightings following the release of the videos, and Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican from Florida, who doesn't know who he is, who leads the Senate Intelligence Committee, suggested in an interview with a Miami news station that lawmakers are more concerned about technological advancement from U.S. adversaries than signs of extraterrestrial life. That's not true. That's not true, Marco. Um, Anyway, so frankly, if it's something from outside this planet, that might actually be better than the fact that we've seen some sort of technological leap on behalf of the Chinese or the Russians or some other adversary, Marco Rubio said. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyways, guys, um, yeah, so this, uh, our government is, is having to take a little bit of mercy. You think that's what that is? I don't think it's mercy. And I'm going to tell you why. They've known about this forever. People like myself have been questioned by our government who has no idea about UFOs existing. No, but they will go and approach, I was a college student, three different times to be abducted by the military and interrogated that I know of three times. I thought, what a strange thing to have happen. Why would they be asking me about, oh, I don't know, aliens? I didn't talk about it. I kept it to myself because that just seems so far out there. I'm a college kid. I have things to do, right? And then, many years later, I hear of other people talking about very similar experiences. I'm like, you don't say. Are you kidding me? I'm not the only one. I'm not alone. These people started giving us a title. Military Abductions, or MyLabs, M-I-L-A-B-S. People being taken from their homes and questioned about the presence of aliens. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the government's now, oh, how gracious of them. 2,700 whole pages? My goodness, I think there's some college thesis longer than that. That's nothing. That bill that they just put out was like 10,000 pages. So what are we talking about here? You're going to tell me that's everything over all these decades? 
I'm going to say that's not the truth. And then they redacted a ton of it. And then they put it in this old format. <laughs> it's just so, so ridiculous. I mean, even the Vatican is like organizing and scanning all of their archives. So it's legible and usable. They're not doing us a favor. It's just a detour into the truth. That is not the truth. What they are doing is so far and so deep. It should make everybody shudder. They know. And they've allowed people to suffer. We trusted them. You know, it's like, I always say this to anybody who will listen. Way back when, we wanted to make sure people went out and learn things and come back and tell the rest of us, right? So we're like, hey, I'm going to send you off to school. I'm going to like plant some stuff here and feed all of us. And, and I'll send some to you so you can stay fed as you learn and come back and interpret for us everything that you learned. And then when they went off and learned all these things, they met other people who were supported that way. And then they started keeping secrets among themselves. I call them wizards. The wizards went off and learned great things as they were supported and trusted, absolutely trusted, to come back with the truth. And they came back and sprinkled a few crumbs of knowledge on the people who supported them as they kept the vast majority of the information to themselves and called themselves smart. They just were selfish. And then these people that carried on that way went on this way for centuries. And their heads got bigger and so did their groups. As we kept supporting them, as they hoarded this information to themselves, and it's not just governments. There are various institutions that have done this. Institutions of education or religious. It's not fair. And then as people outside of these groups learn some things and try to stand out from the crowd, the wizards said, everybody point and laugh, point and laugh. We can't let this information out. You guys can't handle it. Well, why can't people handle it? You're people. You are people and you're handling it just fine. So what are we saying here? Because the wizards attuned their brains to be able to compensate and handle this reality and pointed it down through their families. It went through the families in these different societies of wizards. You name them. <laughs> Go ahead. You can name them. I could name some. We all know there's names to some of these secret institutions, right? <laughs> So it gets passed down generation to generation. They get invited into the club of knowledge. And the rest of us get laughed at. Not fair. You think God approves? You really think so? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I think it's cruel. Because mankind should be a lot further along than they are. They really should be. But because of others who limited the knowledge... Mankind questions itself too much. And then, then we get those moments of, what, my child is pinned under a car? <sighs> we could lift it. We could get it off our kid. And we're like, hold on, hold on. How is this possible? As the wizards go, we've known that's possible for centuries. We just didn't want to tell you about your potential, human. <laughs> oh, wizards, that is not very godly or nice. Mm-mm. Human potential is something else. 
we can do things that nobody could ever have imagined outside of the wizards. <laughs> so open up your minds, open up your hearts, and learn to fly. Because guess what? We could do that too. Superman isn't the only one. I've more recently learned about saints who levitate. And that's where superhero tactics came from. Because saints flew. How about that? Human potential, people. Human potential. It's time to step out of our paranormal closets and realize the truth of things. It's not so strange. This is all normal. And if we learn to focus on these things and these abilities that we have, we're going to transcend a lot of misconceptions and a lot of mysteries. And if we work together, wizards are not going to be our friends ever fully, okay? They are not. But we can do this. We can get together and trust our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, when they say, holy smokes, you wouldn't believe what happened to me the other day. And just take it in, okay? Take it in. Because it's possible. It's real. It's okay. We're not going to crumble. People have been able to handle this type of thing for a long time. Hidden mysteries. I remember being a kid watching these cool shows and they found 12 feet tall giants. Where are those bones now? Oh, they've suddenly disappeared. Oh, suddenly they're all fake. I don't think so. I saw these mummified bodies be dug up, but those things are no longer in existence all of a sudden. They want us to not know about the potential or where we came from and what we're going towards because things are changing and it's okay. COVID is one thing that a lot of people are realizing how fast our realities can shift, right? As negative as it is, shifting downwards, it could shift upwards. I'm never shy to say that I am Christian and I have seen some things that are absolutely miraculous. So go to your place that allows you to understand the miraculous is real. And it coincides with mankind and our potential. It's okay, it really is. And it's going to get very, very interesting. But everybody, you got to stay positive out there. We are in for quite the ride. And again, it's okay. All right, remember, you can catch me here on Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander on Believe. And go to HeidiHollis.com so you can find out more information about all of my books and work and all that stuff. If you have any questions, also send me your emails there. And remember, if you enjoy this show, subscribe on iTunes. And we are available, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And go to Believe.com or at Believe Podcasts. And thanks for joining me here at Angels to Aliens, remembering... Always if it's weird, we're here. Goodbye, everybody. Angels to aliens. From ghost stories to angel encounters. Bigfoot sightings. 
alien abduction, near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens with Heidi Hollis, The Outlander. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.